man now. Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Gordon. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Me? What? You want me to guess? It's the Doc G Show on Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. Yes, I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Justin Bustin. With a hello. Hello. Evangelisa. Hello. Hello, everyone. There he is. I'm here. That is right. It is Wednesday. It is the Doc G Show. I'm excited. Yes! I'm pretty excited. Hey, Justin. Did you uh did you read anything this past weekend? Wait, what? Uh, check out any good books? No. You no, didn't? you know I'm not that didn't, I don't read books like that. Didn't dig any deeper into the keys. We'll get there no, later. Oh man. We'll get there later. Uh I got Did you ever read as a kid your own adventure novels? Choose your own adventure. Oh yeah, novels? like choose A or B and then you have to read the all the A segments if you chose A and all the B ones. That's right. Hey man, yeah, those, those were, were hard, man. You didn't know which one to choose. I used I used to read the Goosebumps versions. Oh, you're they, scary. Yeah, man. they called them "Give Yourself Goosebumps." Ooh. Yeah, I'd always try to make you know the read less scary, and you know like I just like whatever we got. I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds better. But yeah. I'll tell you that R.L. Stein, he's tricky. He always got me. Yeah. It was usually the the one that seemed less scary was the actual scarier road. He knows his readers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. I I bring this up because sometimes and I was thinking about this on a drive the other day that was way too long and I wasn't listening to music for some reason. It's one of those times where I just got in the car and I wasn't listening to music and I don't know why because mm. I pretty much always do, but Yeah. And I found my mind wandering and I feel like my life is a big choose your own adventure novel. Mm. You know? Yeah. There are points where you can choose, there are clearly two points where you can go this way or you can go that way, you know. And I feel like God is the like the reader. He's like sitting there on oh. a, on a cloud. Oh, so he's the reader. Yeah. Okay. But I'm making the decision. This is the you know. Best hack. He's sitting there in his tuxedo T-shirt in front of his Leonard Skinner cover band, okay. talking like Morgan Freeman. I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo T-shirt. Because it says, like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party, too. I like to think of Jesus, like, with giant eagle's wings yeah. and singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner with, like, an angel band. And I'm in the front row. And I'm the one. Huh? Creator of the heavens and the earth. Alpha and Omega. Oh, I see where this is going. Bruce, I'm God. Not the way I picture my God, but okay. <laughs> Re- watch a movie, man. No, I know. <laughs> Talladega Nights, you. So he knows the perfect path, right? He knows, and he's just following along. He's already read this book before. Yes. He knows where it's going, but, but he wants to see what you. Yeah, exactly. You do. And Scary. you know, he knows the path that makes my movie like a John Hughes movie from the '80s, where there's up and downs, but mm-hmm. in the end, it ends perfectly, and. I'm happy and everybody else is happy. You yeah. know, that kind. Nice. But I'm controlling it. 
So, you know, it doesn't happen like that. And I feel like every time I get to an A and B situation, I choose whatever's wrong. And he's like sitting there like, oh, that's going to end up bad there. Can't believe he... He did that one. Can't believe he decided to grow his beard and his <laughs> hair and put a nose ring in. He's like, you this know, is not the son I wanted to raise. Wait, well, you know, it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm stopped at a stoplight. There's like a like he'll throw out an easy one. Like I'm sitting there at the stoplight. I look over. There's a dude uh, with a flat tire. Looks totally befuddled by the whole situation. Yep. And all I got to do is step out and like help, help him. him. But instead, I'm like, oh, Moe's closes in like 20 minutes. Mm, all right, I'm going to Moe's. Oh, you. And he's just. That, you're that guy, huh? He's just sitting there like, really? Really? Be a good Samaritan for really? once, Gordon. Jeez. Old lady drops all of her groceries in the parking lot. Instead of helping her pick her up, I just give her like the all I'm sorry face and keep walking. Oh. And just keep on going. And just God's, Heisman her? God's like, <laughs> could I make it any easier, man? That's me. I'm choosing all the wrong choices in my own choose-your-own-adventure novel. But maybe he likes the story. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Know. I got to dig know. a big hole bef- before I go back. Go up. Yeah. I gotcha. I Life can- is what you make it, so let's make it right. Let's- Hashtag Miley Cyrus. Let's choose some right decisions, guys. I know, hey, I know one good decision people could make. What's that? Oh, I know. What is it? It's segue time, baby. Well... Do you want to do it? it. Oh, listening to this show right now. Oh my God, you nailed it, man! Yes. I knew. I I know your pattern. Let's let's fire this thing I up. Figured you out. <laughs> I know you. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. All right, we are starting at birthday suit as per usual. So uh, today, the seventeenth, we've 17th. got we've May got 17th. some good uh, choices. Yeah, from I, what you've told me, Bob Hopefully. Saget. Oh my, Bob Saget, Wait, full what? house. I was really, really close to choosing Danny Tanner, but you I could have. You know, I mean, you know, actually, my favorite thing I love about Bob Saget. What's up? He played like the most wholesome dad on TV. Oh, I, but when like you a, listen to his stand-up, he's a it, hardcore guy. It man. is dirty. It is raunchy. It is dirty stuff, and I'm just like, I love the God, opposites. Mr. Tanner. I love you, it, man. Dirty dad. Dirty dad. Happy birthday to that dirty dad. Uh, Trent Reznor, lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, head like a hole. That's a okay. good jam right there. I like some Trent Reznor, but you know, I didn't know how big you were into the metal scene. Mm, I'm scared. If our boy Tuan was on here, I'd oh probably my do it. god, Tuan, man, I was I was riding in the car with him one day, and he just, just started blasting it, some... and I thought he was about to murder me. <laughs> I was like, don't do it, Tuan, please. But he's such a gentle guy. He, he puts out all of his aggression in the music. Into yeah, the music. he was crazy, man. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. Wow. I was Boxing gonna, great. I, no Moss, right? No yeah, Moss? I was going to choose him, but I didn't know how, you know, how into boxing you were. No, so, man, I, I like boxing. I like combat sports. I, well, I know you like UFC. I did know yeah. you did that. I wasn't sure about I'm a fan of boxing, boxing you know. Okay, I, so I was about to say something, but it's okay. Okay, so oh. shout out Pacquiao, but yeah, hey, yeah. 
You can still. Shout him out. Shout out to uh, Manny Pacquiao. Boom. Yes! There he is. The fighting oh. pride of the Philippines. I was about to say a legend. A legend yeah, in man. your home country. He is. All right. So, let's get to our birthday suit wear today. All right. Here it is. Here's the first clue. Our birthday suit wear was born in Bruges, Belgium. Huh? Yeah. In 1982. Bruges, Belgium. On May 17th, his mother, Pamela Firestone, was a Dutch model. Oh. Hmm. Well, hello, Mrs. Firestone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any guesses just from that? Firestone. They have to do anything with tires, this guy? I can't I can't give you clues, man. You know Dang that. It. I only give I give you one clue and you gotta think. Bruges, Belgium. Uh-huh. Nineteen eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. Wow, this is fairly young. Fairly young. May seventeenth. Hmm. Okay. No, no clue. Bruges, no. Belgium, Pamela Firestone is his mom. That's right. Alright, think about it. And we are going to move on. Moved on to rip from the headlines. Jeremiah. Wait, what? Jebediah. Je- Jeremiah. That's Who his is brother. That? That's his brother that <sighs> wants to be on the show. That's right. God, he's can't. just so clinging on, Jeremiah. Jebediah, if you please. And now the news. All right, Justin. Hmm. Remember when we mentioned how a guy smashed a bunch of coconuts for a world record with his head? Yeah, CTE guy. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, Well, I mean, he's a high candidate for it. Uh, Well, Well, this past week, we had an even better world... I I don't want to say better because I don't want to make Mr. Muhammad feel bad about his record. But we had a a great world record established this past week from Ashrita Foreman. Ashrina Foreman, who, by the way, owns more than 200 world records. Say what? Yeah, yeah. He claimed a new one. His new record, most matchsticks extinguished on his tongue in one minute. He has probably lost all sensory (laughs) feeling in his tongue, like no taste buds whatsoever. He can't taste anything. All for a world record. So he broke the previous record, which by the way was 30 by seven. Nice. That was the new record. Now, he had to light it and, light then, it and then put assume. it out. Yeah, both both by by his own doing. How do you how do you train for that? Because I'm pretty sure you have to train for world records like this, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess. he. Uh, by the way, he also owns the record for most extinguishes of blowtorches in a minute with by his, his tongue. Word. At 44. Yeah. I mean, it's official... Him? Just like you said, there is no way he can taste anything. Yeah. Nope. There is. <laughs> like, he has zero pleasure from eating food anymore. Nothing. He's just like, I can't taste it. I can't feel what it tastes like. He only like. eats it for nutritional exactly. value. Exactly. Which is, that's probably good for, like, diet purposes. He's like, it doesn't matter. I Whatever. can't taste it. I can, like, <laughs> I could, like, make him a smoothie out of, like, expired milk and just... Yeah. He's like, is this Bird? bad? Is this good? No. no I don't know. I have no idea. Um, Fool yeah. that guy. So, but hey, kudos to him. Ashrita, good job. Ashrita? Ashrita. A-S-H-R-I-T-A. Ashrita. Okay. Ashrita. Something along those lines. No. 201 records now. 
That's cool. Good for him. I mean, I mean, that's a lot to hang on your, you know, CV for life. <laughs> CV. I mean, hey, if I was applying for a new job, I'd put him on there. Hey, guess what? Vitae. You you need me to extinguish any matches with my tongue? I can do it. Yeah, this guy's like only used in emergency situations. Fire, Ashrita, go. Oh, mouth on the flames. Just put them out. So, Justin, I'm sure you heard two weeks ago when you were away doing less important non-show things. Yeah. I made a story up about your dad. Uh, that's not a true story about your dad. Yeah, I didn't know whether or not I should ride this this whole snake you should. hunter thing. He's a snake I... wrangler. Yes! No, he is not. He's not, but it's a cool story. Yes! <laughs> Anywho, there's a there's a real snake wrangler. Can't believe Berlin let you say that. He was good with it. Uh, <laughs> there there's a real story about South Floridian Dusty Wild Man Croom. Dusty Croom? Yeah, who is a snake wrangler. Ooh. For the South Florida, uh, Florida Management District, um, he caught a 17-foot python while working this past week. My God, 17 down feet in South Florida with his bare yeah with his bare hands in the Everglades. Yeah, man, South Florida is known for like those wild snakes like escaping, especially after the whole hurricane stuff. Yeah. Like, Snakes and pets came out, and like all this wild animals. That's so, crazy. Well, you know, Seventeen foot python. Though? Yeah, so it's a it's a pretty bad you know invasive species explosion. Um, I've the, seen longer. The <laughs> wait, what? The record's eighteen, actually. Oh. So you have seen longer. Uh, the district yeah. pays <laughs> snake catchers eight ten per hour, so sort of minimum wage for for the snake catcher. For risking your life. But then fifty dollars for a four foot snake, and an extra twenty five for every. Additional foot of the snake. So wow. Dusty, just for the snake, made $375. Plus, he gives the snake to uh, luggage and... and uh, what? Lu- luggage and, and clothing makers as far as for the skin. And oh gets my gosh. double the money. Oh. Yeah. So just for this, he got a payoff of uh, of seven hundred. They won't be happy that. about it, but you know it's an invasive species. Dang, would you do that? Like I, I wouldn't be able to uh, kill it. I, I feel yeah. bad. I feel bad. I wouldn't want to double double the. It's I'd a, just give it to the zoo or something. Give it back to Burma. Wait, Here yeah. you go. Here's your snake. We found it. Or give it to Burlington. Hmm. That's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? Burma, I see. Burlington. I, I see. They both start with B-U-R. Hey. I get it. Um, all right, Justin. You think the What's police up? are looking out for our, our well-being? Uh, I don't know, man. Like That's a loaded eating. question right now, yeah, right? Yeah, man. What are you trying to well, do? Well, let's, let's not go there. Oh, yeah. This is um, crazy. This the, is a <laughs> nice show. I'm... We, going good we stay for me. away from serious. <laughs> th- and, uh, <laughs> new work. New stay work. away from serious. Things. Just, uh, I think that should be the title of the show. Stay away from serious. There we go. Uh, Jeez, Gordon. Newark Police uh, in California. They uh, recently went viral okay. for putting out an image on their Facebook page. These police uh, departments with their Facebook pages, man, they have fun. They put out a picture of uh, crystal meth. And they had a caption with the crystal meth that said, Is your meth laced with deadly gluten? Not sure? Bring your meth down to the department and we will test it for you for free. Yes, I've seen that on Facebook. I thought it was pretty funny, honestly. Yeah. First off, Justin, I'm going to go out on a limb. 
I don't think they have the ability to test for gluten. Really? Try them. I don't think they do. Call Damn. me crazy, but I think they did it just to catch people that had meth. Word. I, I, hmm. And Skeptical. You, the funny part Reaching. is, though, is I bet you there was a person. I bet you there was one hey, one so. dude that was like, what? This is bad for my I, gluten? <laughs> like went in and was like, hey, guys, this is the same guy that tried to sneak in meth into the uh, prison. For, oh, yeah, uh, in, in, a the, Bible. in the Bible. Yeah, that guy. Well, just so you know, guys, they're, they're looking for that. They're looking out for you for gluten. Hey, I'm allergic to gluten, so I can't. I don't want to risk it, you know? It was bad. Uh, Justin, have you ever eaten at McDonald's? Yes, I have. Have you ever partook in a McPizza? No, but in the Philippines, they do have that. Amazing. But you didn't didn't partake in it when you were in the Philippines. Like, why? I don't know. It's, It's like... Come on. Is it pretty hot there? You know, like, is uh, is it a hot item? It's hot and it's hot. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, it, no, it's a pretty hot item. A lot of people do do get it. It's it's weird to me. Yeah. I can't, fair. like, hey, I just got a pizza from McDonald's. I can't uh, uh, say that without being weirded out. Apparently, I had no idea, but it was actually used to be a, a fairly regular item. It actually used to be a national menu item in America Whoa. in the 80s and 90s. What happened? I don't know. It just, just sort of fell off. off. Girl, come on. But there are still three locations that serve pizza on their menu. And I, I don't know why these franchisee owners of McDonald's stuck with the McPizza, but it definitely reminds me of Mitch Head, uh, Mitch Hedberg stand-up. Have you ever heard of Mitch Hedberg? No, I haven't. He, He's good? Really good stand-up guy, but he has this one part where he talks about uh, stubborn McDonald's owners that refuse to actually uh, partake in all the uh, in all the new items. Every McDonald's commercial ends the same way, right? McDonald's commercials end like this. Prices and participation may vary. Now I want to open a McDonald's and not participate in anything. I want to be a stubborn McDonald's owner. I say cheeseburgers? Nope. We got spaghetti. And blankets. If you go to Pomeroy, Ohio, Pomeroy, which is actually on the border of West Virginia. Wow, well, okay. They've got pizza. If you go a little bit deeper into West Virginia, in Spencer, West Virginia, they've got pizza as well. I've also got to say, they showed a picture of the Spencer uh, McDonald's. They got a sweet deal. Big Macs, four for six dollars. Say what? What? Pretty sweet deal, yeah. Dollar fifty and Big Mac. Yeah, exactly. What the heck? That's on their sign, which, by the way... Just a, a wooden sign, like setting by the what? side of the road. Four for six Big Mac? <laughs> yeah, just a wooden sign. Dang. I was like, classy. That's a fact. Keeping it classy at that My McDonald's. Uh, the last location, can you guess where it is? Uh, I don't know. Is it in, in the West Virginia area? I feel like it's close. It's somewhat in our neck of the woods. What? Orlando. We can take a drive Wait, down really? and get some McPizza and possibly some McDiabetes afterwards yeah. if we want to. McDiabetes, McObesity, yeah. McDeath. It's all there, man. McBeth, McDeath. Yeah. Wait, what? It's there. Really? Yeah, apparently, the one in, in Orlando, they got all kinds of stuff. They had, like, pasta. They had brunch. 
They had waffles oh. shaped like flowers for this brunch. This is like McDonald's, like yeah, a it was rest, like, like a, a huge. It's well, not a fast food place anymore. If if I recall correctly, I think it was the third largest McDonald's in in the world. It's a huge McDonald's. Okay. Uh, I've never been there. Nope. But in case you're wondering, uh, the article also stated that uh, fries were the most ordered side dish with the McPizza. <laughs> Jeez. Makes makes sense, right? Jeez, America. Look, carbs on carb action. That is too much. I, I mean, when I always go to Papa John's or, or, or another pizza place, I'm like, you know what would make this pizza better? Fries. <laughs> Tired of all this Italian. Can I get a couple of fries with this? Thank you. Jeez. Okay, uh, Justin, do you have a fidget spinner? No. Oh, no. Those things. I don't get them. I don't get them. I work... With uh, kids at the Brooks YMCA, and every kid has them. Apparently, apparently, the attention spanless Generation Zers, they love them, man. Generation Zeros. They really do. I don't even know what the point is. They just spin in your hand. And teachers and schools hate them. That's what I've heard. I've heard they've been, like, banning them. Yeah. According to Fidget Spinner Database... That's right. There's a fidget spinner database. Dang it. I hate my country. <laughs> 32 percent. The younger generation of You Zebos. Generation Zebos. Uh, apparently, 32% of the top 200 American high schools, as far as size, uh, the top 200. Okay. Yes, yes. Have, span, uh, have spanned, have banned spinners. They have spanned from, spinners. From their premises. <laughs> banned them. According to several sources, spinners were originally intended to help ease symptoms of ADHD That's from what I've and anxiety. Heard, yeah. I don't really see that, but okay. Uh, one teacher from Brooklyn, New York, uh, said they are also being thrown around during transition between classes in the hallways and in the cafeteria and at recess. They are small in size, but seriously can hurt someone. Dude, it's like drugs for these little kids. I didn't really know that was the focus, though, that they were being used (laughs) as projectile weapons. Oh, Jesus, no! They're pretty pretty solid. I've held one in my hand. You don't want to get one thrown at you. They're like metal. This this is my favorite, though. This is One teacher said, the only thing my students seem to focus on, however, is the spinner itself and not their work. It's like a friggin' siren song. Wait, what? Let's stop the flowery euphemisms. It's a toy, and I hate it. I actually have a visceral reaction when they emerge from a pencil case or a pocket <laughs> like a sadistic version of Pavlov's uh, Bell Experiment. Wow, this person loves fidget spinners. I have several questions about that quote. Yes! Uh, first of all, a flowery euphemism is spinners? How, how is that flowery flowery euphemism. Why'd she choose to use those words? I'm not sure this teacher has quite grasped the the definition of flowery or euphemism. Yeah. (laughs) I really hope she's not teaching English. She's probably teaching a lot of bad things there. She's teaching Spanish. (laughs) Second, what's the visceral reaction? I'm going to have to say that's a bit of a hyperbole because if there really is a visceral reaction like she's vomiting every time she sees him. (laughs) Just pull out a fidget spinner every now and then. Class canceled. Class canceled. It's going to be very messy and smelly classroom, and she's going to be extremely dehydrated. <laughs> Lastly, is our spinner, I mean, they obviously look stupid, and I don't get them, but like... I don't get them either. Is it any worse than students with phones? Because, I mean, I feel like phones have to be a problem. 
Like, is it any worse? Like, I think I'd rather see them with a little spinner being like, than them yeah. sitting there on their phone. That is true, yeah. I'd rather have them on the spinner. I don't, I don't know. But that's, apparently, they're starting to ban them. They're getting to be a big problem. Yeah. So, that concludes Rip from the Headlines. We are moving on to Stop Faking the Funk. Are you ready, Justin? Hit me up. I won last week, so you did. I'm trying to get You're on, on a, a hot streak. Two-game win streak. Here we go. First one. Kentucky woman indicted for stealing $15,000 in Girl Scout cookies. Wait, what? Hmm, I would do the same thing. Second one. Georgia Girl Scout troop gets caught selling fake Girl Scout cookies. Word. Which one is fake? Which one is real? Okay, who would, who would, if you sold me fake Girl Scout cookies, I would <laughs> murder you. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, hmm, dang, Kentucky woman yeah. stealing fifteen thousand. That that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go with that. Is the real headline? You are two for two. <laughs> Impressive. Ah, man. That's something I would do. Steal just a bunch of boxes of Samoas and tagalongs. That's got to be a lot of them. Uh, Hey. In Pike, Pike, Kentucky. 26 year old lady. I didn't put her name in there, even though the article did. I felt like it was unnecessary. Uh, Was indicted on one count of felony theft after uh, state troopers said she picked up a huge load of Girl Scout cookies from the distributor but never delivered them to her troop. Typically, how Dang. it works is obviously uh, in the Girl Scout world, they get the cookies, they sell them, and then they pay back the distributors once yep. they get the money. Apparently, she picked them up and just never paid for them. And anyone who tried to contact her couldn't get in contact with her. She uh, Apparently, uh, she has four different addresses that the uh, trooper said they've been working on contacting her with holy um but he said it's very odd uh she just picked up the cookies and both her and the cookies disappeared she's been planning this theft for a while (laughs) she's just in puerto rico with a bunch of cookies now like (laughs) 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 my kingdom thin mints yes thin mints savannah smiles i'll tell you man fifteen thousand dollars i don't know how much does a box run for do you know no Because I, I don't know. I forgot the price. I, I feel like... They're fairly cheap, though. I'm going to be honest. That's one of the groups that I don't give over money too much too often. What? I feel bad. Like Why? Because you don't like the cookies? No, or because they get, want... they get them hand over fist. Like Everybody's <laughs> like, oh, cute, cute little Girl Scouts. Here you go. I want your cookies. Like And then the Boy Scouts are there with their popcorn, and everybody's like... Get away from me. Oh, I know. No one likes that popcorn, man. It's delicious. It was hard for me to sell popcorn when I was a Boy Scout. Yeah, same here. I didn't even want to sell it. Girl Scouts got it easy, man, because y'all have Everybody wants cookies. Yeah, but no one really wants popcorn. No. Especially like like candy corn or like kettle corn. You know, I actually, true story, like two months ago, I went to Publix, a bunch of uh, Boy Scouts selling their popcorn. And uh, they were like, they were like, hey, sir, would you like to, you know, and he's all super nervous. And yeah. I was just like, I pulled out my wallet and I was like, here, take 20 bucks. 
And he was like, oh, really? "What do you what do you want to order?" And I was like, "Nothing." I was like, "I don't want you." Doc part. G is for the people. You know, Doc but, G twenty twenty. But like, and again, I just felt so bad because I was like, "Girl," and Girl Scouts were there. That was the thing. Oh, and they were dude, totally just taking those ba- Boy Scouts manhood. Yeah, to you just know, be like every uh-huh. now and then, like you know, people had to be like walking by and they'd give money to the Girl Scouts. They'd just look over and stick out their tongue at the Boy Scouts, and they're like, "Popcorn oh. sucks." Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys. That sucks, man. I'm, but good for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good for me. Um, good for you giving $20 for nothing. We're going to take a musical break, though. We are going to hear from Down and Outlaws Ooh, once again. Okay. By the way, they have such a cool story for their name. Uh, Chris of the band, Chris Danzig, was watching the movie Down by Law. It's a old German uh, comedy movie. And they just came up with the name, you know, Down by Law, Down and Outlaws, very close. And, and, and it's cool. I was like, man, could come up with the cool, eclectic stuff that they're watching. I don't know what I watch is, is cool enough and eclectic <laughs> enough to come up with a band name. They'd be like, Ben, tell us how you came up with your, your name, the Ginobili Blocks. Hmm. I'd be like, uh, The Ginobili Blocks. Well, it was game six, and he blocked it the was shot. The line. And that was That was it. Now, uh, uh, they've got a big show coming up in the Elbow Room in San Francisco. This is Down and Outlaws with Lay Me Down. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. That was Down and Outlaws. Kicking it out again, those Bay Area fellows. You know, just yeah. doing it. Doing their thing. I enjoy those guys. Can't wait to have them on the show. Speaking of which, we are going to have Rock and Yella on the show Ooh. next week. So yeah. Get excited for that yeah, game. Take that, Berlin. We've I heard- know you were posted on their page. We- <laughs> We've had a, lo- had a lot of their songs. They're good stuff, man. They are good stuff. But this is the Doc G Show on Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM, Jacksonville, Florida. Little reminder, if you miss anything on the show on the actual Spinnaker Radio 95.5, you can always check it out on our podcast form, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Just put in Doc G, we'll come up. Or you can just check us out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com backslash doc underscore G underscore fitness. Once again, that's soundcloud.com backslash doc underscore G underscore fitness. Justin, it is time for birthday suit. Alright, second clue, second clue. Hit me with it. Here we go. During the summer months. Uh, Alright. Oh, 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 ooh. Ooh. What? Almost, Wait, I, whoa. I almost jumped to the third clue. <laughs> God. Okay. During uh, the summer months, you weirdo. Yeah, you got the first. Our birthday. I know it now. Uh, our birthday suit wearer's great uncle won a gold medal in rowing 
He was an Olympic medalist in rowing. But that wasn't the sport that our birthday suit first fell in love with. Our birthday suit wearer loved soccer, and he grew up oh, playing it okay. through his uh, young adulthood life. Okay. Any idea? Soccer, Belgium? Here we go. Soccer, Belgium. Well, if it wasn't for that he was born in Belgium, I would definitely went with Steve Nash. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah, but, but then he was born in Belgium. That was Canadian. Yeah, Steve Nash was born in yeah. Yeah, can, Canada. 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 I yes. was about to say Canada. <laughs> Scary. Think about it. We are going to uh, give the third and fourth clue, but you can still get it on the third clue. We're going to get the third and okay. fourth clue after our interview with uh, the president of Game House. That would be Rob Haynes that's coming up in the sports section. excited for that one. Yeah, get excited for that coming up in just a few minutes. But before we do that, it's time for none other Major Keys. Ooh. Major Keys. It's time for us to dip our toes in the wealth of knowledge that is your best friend, (laughs) DJ Khaled. Oh, God. Not my best friend. Yeah, best friend. I wish. Best friend. Time to get our weekly major key. Are you ready, Justin? Yeah, hit me. Hit okay. me up with it. I need some I need some, some spiritual talking <clears throat> from, from the Khaled on, himself. Let me put on my reading voice. <clears throat> and I read, have a lot of pillows. They don't want you to have a lot of pillows, so I make sure to have a lot of pillows. It is a major key to rest your greatness. Pillows are like the angels of my bedroom. Pillows are important. This has been a major key by DJ Khaled. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got Uh. the keys, keys, keys. Beautiful, right? Wow. You got to get some good sleep. You do. Hey, how many pillows do you use? Three. Sleep at night. Three? Three. How uh, do you? One, one on the head. Of course. Uh, one tucked in the arms. Got it. Sometimes I like to do a long tuck. Like I actually oh, have the like pillow. long ways? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you stretch I, your hand out like that? I don't that? know. I'd say it feels comfortable sometimes. You're weirdo. I know, a little I'm bit. Trying to, I'm trying to picture that. Yeah. It's, feels... it's weird because people would come in and my hands are all the way out like this. <laughs> but I do. And then the third one. Uh, a leg tuck in oh, between leg the tuck? knees. Okay. Yeah, in between the knees. Those are the three pillows. Sweet. How many do you use? Well, I do have four in my bed. I use uh, one for the head, obviously, right. and then you're one not for the one arm of- tuck. But I don't use the other two. I guess it's just a boundary for me to not to fall off the bed. Yeah, you're not one of those uh, double on the head guys. No, man, my neck will hurt. Yeah, I agree. Screw that, man. I agree. Uh, we got to rest our greatness, yeah, everybody exactly. out there. You got to rest your greatness. Pillows. Have a lot of them. So hopefully okay. four is enough to be a major key. If not, I am going. I Well, he said, you know, if you read deeper into that key, yeah. he, he uses a lot. He said his, his, his bed is, uh, is, is a covered with pillows. Now, he could do that. When he used He's to live Khaled. in his Honda, which I have a Honda too. Whoa. Shout out to Hondas. Um, he said he had no pillows. Dang. So, you know, he, now he's taking advantage. He's a very wealthy man. He takes advantage by buying lots of pillows. Yeah. Good for him. Guys, we are going to take a very short break, but we will be back, and we are going to have the sports section. And bonus for the sports section, we are going to have the president of Game House, a fantastic source 
of sports news, information, stats, and opinions. We are going to have the president, Robert Haynes, with us today. Pretty exciting, right, yes, Justin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. We'll be right back in 15 seconds. So check this. You telling me you ain't never heard of Doc G? <laughs> Coldest motherfucker around. The Doc G Podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. Putting the bass in your funk. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. With us for the sports section today is Robert Haynes, president of Game House. Robert, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, guys. Just uh, really glad to uh, be talking with you. Yeah, yeah, we're excited Same about here. here. Same here. Justin's floored right now. I am. <laughs> I am pretty floored. Hmm. So let me get started by saying I personally really like the the idea of Game House simply for the fact that I feel like a lot of times when I'm when I'm listening to sports, uh, sports media, I feel like it's really saturated with just one source. I've got ESPN and it's Monopoly, and you know I like how. There's other voices out there, and I, I hear some of those great voices. I mean, personally, I just uh, read a good article by Cameron Webb about LeVar Ball on your site. I uh, saw that. Mm-hmm. Taryn mm-hmm. Singleton had a good one on college quarterbacks. A little bit tilted to USC, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, but why don't you take our listeners through the idea of how you came up with Game House? Um, well, I mean, for me, it was uh, just something that my friend and I kind of accidentally stumbled upon in college realistically what we wanted to do was uh just start our own podcast mm-hmm. next thing we know um we decided hey let's continue writing and because of our connections um at miami university in oxford mm-hmm. um you know we had a couple people who were like hey i want to continue writing but i don't know if i want to do it for the you know for the school paper and so we said hey we'll just set up a website and uh we created a, a website at the time called uh Low Mendoza, um, with the idea that you know people who needed more experience, more exposure, um, and necessarily either wasn't getting it from their local paper or um, wasn't getting what they wanted in school, you know they would have a chance to come work with us, and we would use you know the different journalism, uh, I don't know classes and everything that we had learned in school to try to really help them out. But uh, that one actually didn't do very well as below Mendoza for those of you who, who don't know is you know if you bat it if you're in baseball batting below 200 so we kind of realized the name was terrible <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we decided uh, to switch to game house to kind of give that feel of you know when you're sitting in a pub or you're sitting um, having a drink somewhere you're talking with people about sports or esports and um, you know you kind of have that casual conversation where you bring in all these analytics and stuff to try to best your friend. Um, and we wanted to kind of bring that atmosphere to the internet um, and combine that with, like I said, you know, esports, where they actually have game houses uh, where the teams live and play together. Oh, so a one-up yeah. attitude. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Exactly. It. So we wanted to kind of show that, like you said, and you know, have something different um, and offer again, you know, that that place for the exposure that a lot of young journalists really don't get. Nice. I got it. I got it. 
All right, so Rob, uh, what do you mm-hmm. think that uh, Game House offers outside of other media outlets, such as like Bleach Report or ESPN? Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, honestly, we've got a ton of young writers, and these are writers with different opinions than pretty much anybody who you read out there, you know, um, because it's their own voice. It's their voice, and they're all coming from their own perspective. We want, you know, somebody who's more than just a journalism major, maybe, or somebody who's you know, knows sports. We want somebody who's passionate about their sport or esport, and we want them to kind of evolve their voice and bring it out to the people and show them, hey, you know, here's the in depth stuff that's going on within your sport or esport. You know, we don't want any of our readers to feel like we're treating them like they're stupid, realistically. Um, you know, we want them to be able to read pieces that are more than just, you know, John Wall hit the game winning shot the other night you know okay well why did that happen you know what was going on on the Celtics side you know what was their defense looking like what play did they draw up for it you know how often does he do these kind of things it's offering that kind of in-depth look that I think that a lot of other outlets um, really lack because in my opinion a lot of them are out there trying to just get clickbait and uh, that's something that we are trying to stay away from Uh for sure you're saying that your hot takes have content I get mm-hmm. it. Real content. Yes, sir. Real content. Now, um, I may be jumping a little bit ahead, but where do you see Game House going over the next couple of years? Well, um, yeah, I'm glad you asked. I mean, we've got a lot of plans going forward. Um, we're really moving forward in our video uh, development department, um, and we're making a lot of business moves here uh, very soon. You know, the original idea was, you know, let's kind of do this for fun, and then we kind of realized we're creating something that a lot of people may want to really be a part of, um, especially for, you know, a lot of college students. This is, you know, we, we do a lot of internships. So, you know, we want to continue that atmosphere of being able to bring in those young writers and help them develop and maybe turn them into, you know, the next big thing. But we also want to grow as a business and become a well-respected sports and esports group that shows the world that, you can treat sports and esports in the same conversation. You know, you can have that conversation with your buddy about League of Legends, who also really likes baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to bring that conversation that you know uh, really isn't there right now. Um, there, there are a couple sources out there that that you know have their sports section, and then they have their separate esports section. Um, you know, if you try to go to ESPN and find their esports section, you have to dig for it. Yeah. So. Um, you know, for us, it's it's in those next few years, it's really developing Game House to where, you know, we have a great staff, we've got, you know, a huge production facility, and we're really bringing everybody the kind of content that I've been telling you about, you know, um, and, and showing people again that, you know, sports and esports need to be taken seriously, and you can't, you know, treat your readers like they're stupid, and they're just going to read whatever you put out. Nice, very nice. Now, you said you're going to you know, hook up with maybe a couple other companies. I may be jumping ahead a little bit too much, but <laughs> would one of those companies be Big Baller Brand? Mm. Are you looking, looking in their direction? Well, you know, if uh, LaFar Ball came over to me and said, hey, I'm going to make uh, $500 Game House sneakers, nice. I'm going to be like Big Baller Brand and Game House a marriage. I like it. Is. Oh man, I can't <laughs> wait to see those. Those are going to be nice. Um, <laughs> here's here's a question for you. Since since you're uh, heading up all of Game House, what would you say was the biggest sports story that you saw in 2017 so far? 
just in general, what would you say? Hmm. Well, in 2017, I mean, it would either have to be for me either the Aaron Hernandez suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was pretty big. Um, or honestly, the Super Bowl. I know a lot of people would say that, but I mean, I remember myself. I was sitting here watching the game, working on stuff for Game House, and I was like, yeah, this game's over. I might even just turn it off. I've never turned off a Super Bowl in my entire life. And I was like, you know, I might just turn it off. This game's over. And then it started getting really interesting. And we were freaking out. Everybody on the staff was just like going back and forth in group me, and they're talking about it. And, uh, you know, as you guys know, um, yeah, Atlanta yeah. still blew a 28-3 to lead. Pretty, pretty unbelievable. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I think I'd have to agree with you on that one. Yes! We are going to move on now to a segment of the sports section we like to call uh, one question. And this is where, of course, we ask one question to uh, an imaginary guest. Uh, <laughs> and our imaginary guest today. Manu Ginobili. Ooh, the Argentinian. Yeah, that's right. That Love is it. right. He is coming yeah. in. Let me take off. Just fresh, fresh as daisies today. Uh, <laughs> we're all going to have one question for Mr. Mr. Manu. Uh, Wait, what? Justin, I'll start with you. Uh, what is your question? Oh, man. Um, I, I, I have to ask him, uh, Manu, uh, what would you rather have? Uh this male pattern baldness that you have now, or the receding hairline, uh, such as LeBron James? I know you're going to lose hair in both, but <laughs> I feel like he's been known for that male pattern baldness, but maybe oh, he tried a different look. That's sad. A receding oh. hairline, maybe? I don't know, man. He might want to try some kind of, you know, a man- treatment. My favorite phase of Ginobili was long black hair Ginobili. Yes! 04 <laughs> be- before that. Well, Everything it, before 04. When I used to play pickup yeah. uh, during undergrad, I used to get it all the time. People would what? be like, because I'm left-handed. Oh. oh. And, you know, I had shaggy hair at that time, not long hair. So people were Dang. like, Manu. And they you used to always call, Yeah, and they okay. used to always call me Manu. But, hey, you know, Manu Gordon. And I, I got a little I got a little <laughs> upset at it because he wasn't my favorite player. But, you He's know. He's good, though. It's like, hey, why don't you call me Michael Jordan? And they were like, well, you're not 6'6 and bald and black. What? So, so, and yeah. I was like, fine. <laughs> That's right. out of the picture. All right, Rob, what do you have for, for Manu? Oh, man, I was going to ask a similar question. Well, I was asking. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You know, uh, mine was mine was going to be, you know, when are you getting a toupee? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I like you know, it. I mean, he he's facing it like a like a, a man, you know. He like just the champ said, he is. I'm shaving it, and I might do a little scruff, you know. And he yeah, just puts a little absolutely. scruff, and it fades right in there. I say, good job. My question, I was gonna go both your routes, okay. and I said, ah, it's probably somebody's gonna ask that question, Dang it, you know. He always. <laughs> so I say. I'm a pretty big fan of Argentinian steakhouses. I've seen Anthony Bourdain go to Argentina. I want to know what the best steakhouse is in Argentina, in his opinion. What is Manu's favorite steakhouse in the whole country? And would that steak blow my mind? Would it just... (laughs) Who knows? I got a feeling it would, because they got some delicious steak. I've seen... I think I've seen that special. Yeah, 
I've seen all the all the Bourdains. No uh, yeah, of course, no reservations. No reservations. Great show. Anyways, that's not our show. Let's focus on our show. <laughs> all right, Manu. <laughs> thank you for being here, imaginary. He's guest. Euro stepping out of the door. Oh, people, I like he is what Euro you did. stepping out of the door. That was a sweet move. All right, we're gonna move <laughs> on to a uh, new segment of the show that we call Zero to One Hundred. If I go zero to one, real quick. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give a scenario in the NBA, and Rob is going to give me a percentage of that scenario happening from zero to 100. percent Do you do you understand, Rob? Oh, I'm I'm ready, man. That's okay, boring. okay, Just we're gonna this. we're gonna start with a toughie here. What are the chances of a player in the NBA Finals wearing a pair of ZO2 Primes by Big Baller? Hmm. You know, I feel comfortable saying 5%. Oh, okay. All right. I will say for the listeners, if you haven't checked it out, Jordan Crawford already on Twitter said he bought a pair. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Which is, you know, as spotty as he's been as far as getting, uh, you know, getting playing time and whatnot, I probably wouldn't be wasting $500 on those shoes. Guy like goes from team to team yeah. too. I mean, if you, next year he gets dropped and he's like, "Oh man, I spent five hundred dollars <laughs> on those on these shoes. Yeah, I gotta sell these on eBay." <laughs> All right. So next one: What are the chances of the San Antonio Spurs winning the Western Conference? Ooh. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it at forty-five percent. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I like that. That's good. Um, okay. What are the chances of America seeing Warriors Cavaliers in the finals for the third straight year? Hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to have to feel comfortable putting that at like 80, 85%. Woo-hoo. Okay. Okay. Big rod on Cavaliers. All right. Here we go. This is one of my favorites of the, of the game. Chances of Kwame Brown playing amazingly <laughs> well in the big three league. So well that it amazes NBA scouts, and he comes back and starts on an NBA team. Hmm. See, if you wouldn't have said the starting part, okay. my number would have been higher. Oh. But getting on a team, it's possible. I'm, I'm going to put it at 10%. Okay. Dang, right. 10. You hear that, Kwame? Get excited, man. Um, <laughs> okay. Here's one for both Justin and Rob. This goes along with your question. Chances of Manu Ginobili's hair coming magically back before the end of the Western Conference Finals, like LeBron James's hair, always seems to magically oh, yeah. come back. Mm, that paint, man. Yeah. That paint. <laughs> Am I, are we starting with me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it with you. Oh, okay. So, um... You know, I, I I'm feeling like he's gonna go with two pay guys right oh, before, right toupee? before. So uh, I'm going two pay, and uh, I'm gonna put a seventy five percent. Ooh, wow, seventy five. He's just gonna be bold and say, you know what, this is me with hair. Accept it, guys. You're crazy. <laughs> exactly. If exactly. he comes back with a two pay, I'd lose it. Love it. I'd You'd be- love it. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. I want him to come back with like an afro two pay, oh, just like it's huge, like a just, Robin Lopez afro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say his jersey number is 20, so I was just going to go with 20%. Oh, acceptable. 20%. All right. Okay. I'll leave it at that. I like it. Uh, here we go. Uh, chances of Chris Paul getting traded before next season. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, man. Um, 
see. I just feel like a lot's riding on what what they're going to do with Blake Griffin for this one, to be honest. Um, but uh, oh, there's so much. All right, you know what? I'm going to have to go with 50. Okay. All right. Dang, like it. 50. Like it. Uh, last one. Chances of the NBA finding out Kawhi Leonard really is a cyborg similar to Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator. Hmm. I mean, has that already happened? 99%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fizdale is up to something. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. That was 0 to 100. We have been talking with Robert Haynes, president of Game House. You, uh, do you want to give any, uh, the listeners any information on Game House, Rob? Well, uh, you know, like uh, we said in, in, earlier with some of the questions, you know, if you want to come to a place that can really help you out uh, and treat you like you should be treated as a fan, somebody who knows what they're talking about, come to the Game House. And if you already feel like you know a lot, then just come here to uh, get some extra points for the next time that you're sitting down with your friends and... Uh, you know, let them know where you got it from. Nice, nice. And, and what's the uh, the website address for the listeners? Um, it's thegamehouse, mm-hmm. H-A-U-S mm-hmm. dot com. Nice, very nice. nice. Rob, uh, thanks for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, I, I I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure myself as well. All right, guys, we are going to take a musical break. We are going to hear from Saluda Shoals, that great group we heard from a while back from Charleston. Uh, we are going to hear Fight Dirty. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. I don't need to be reminded And we are back after some Saluda Shoals Those those sassy folks from Charleston Salute to them I gotta say once again Great tunes and secondly, great guest in Robert Haynes. Real yeah, fun to man. have him. Hopefully we can have him again, talk some sports, maybe some eSports. Who knows? I could tell that man was passionate about... He's passionate about the, the whole deal. House. Making it better. Making really it, awesome. Taking like it that. to the next level. Good stuff, man. Can't wait to have him back on the show. So, speaking of the show, let's do some birthday suit, Justin. Happy birthday, Birthday suit. Mm, yes, indeed. So, number three, number three. Here we go. You already heard the start of number three. Yes. Summary. That's right. During our summer months, <laughs> our birthday suit wearer so would weird. go to Chicago. This is where he saw Michael Jordan play basketball and found his love of basketball. Really? When he returned to Europe, he focused all of his energy on basketball and eventually played professionally in France. Any ideas? Oh. So he's a French player, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait. This is not our, our imaginary guest teammate, is it? You can throw a guess out there. Oh my gosh! Is it? Is it? Is it Tony? It is Tony. It's Tony Parker. Parker? Whoa! Third guess for Justin. Yes, I did. 
I freaking did it, guys. I'd like to thank the my Academy. Family, the Academy. Um, God. The number one hit single will be <laughs> Leonard Skinner. Right. Wait, what? Uh, awesome. Yes. So the, number three. The fourth clue, in case you're wondering, was he was drafted 28th in the draft by San Antonio and immediately started winning when he won their first or their, wow. their first championship with San Antonio in 2001. He was their starting point guard for the past 16 years nice. and has won four championships with San Antonio. Tony, Tony Parker, man. Hey, yeah, not at rest, least. rest, rest up for that guy, man. I mean, you know, he calls himself a Frenchman because he was. He lived in France. He he immediately yeah. moved to France, but he was not born in France. Brussels, Belgium. Yeah, they speak French there, don't they? I'm not sure. Uh, hey, Dutch. Dutch? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Don't they call him like the Parisian Torpedo or something? Is that his nickname? I could have sworn I heard that in like an interview with Coach Pop. Like he's like, they asked like some guy asked him like, oh, you're Parisian Torpedo. Tony Parker was like something. And then like Coach Pop was like, am I getting punked? (laughs) Too bad. Too bad I don't have Robert still on the line. We could ask Rob, see if that's a a, a case. He'd probably know. He'd probably know. Uh, But yeah, his birthday today. Um, as I said earlier, turning, uh, let's see, what is that, 35? Hey. 35 years young. young. I think that was eight, 1982. Young. Yes, 1982. So turning 35. Congratulations, Tony Parker. Happy birthday, Tony. Hey, feel better, man. Sorry, Heal up those quads. Sorry about that recently torn quadricep, man. That's a that's a bummer. That is a Sucks. bummer. But, you know, your spurs will always prevail. They are always the ever just morphing, no... Major All Star, just all for one I love and one it, man. for all. Fundamental basketball. You know, when they first came around, I wasn't a, a fan of it. When they first came around, I was like, "Man, these guys are boring." And that's how and it is blow. now. Still, you like know, people don't like them because they're boring. They won me over. I, I realized that that's not boring. It's, it's super beautiful. exciting. It's awesome. It's yeah, it's a beautiful. It's it is poetry in motion. And I and I love I love their their cyborg for it. It's amazing. Their cyborg. Uh, happy birthday, though, Tony Parker. Uh, Justin, it is time now. Once again, we already talked about those those darn Zeboers with their spinners. <laughs> Fidget spinners, whatever, man. It's time for the Zebo uh, sum up. This is where I sum up our entire show. Eight seconds or under. I'm keep you on a timer. Are you man. ready for the timer? I, I, I didn't stop it that fast last night because I was so amazed by the speed and cunning brilliance you displayed yes so let's uh let's let's do this uh do you want me to count down count me down all right three two one go life is a real page turner mcpizzas are a real thing a major key is to have lots of pillows go to game house for all your sporting news bon on the air tony parker wait what Oh man, eight point nine one. I but, s- hey. I said happy birthday in uh, French poorly. It's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed. Yeah, I was like, what in the world was that? It's supposed to be bon anniversaire, Tony Parker. I think that's what got you on the time. It did. I the whole time I was looking at my sum up read and I was like, oh, that's gonna be so hard. I'm gonna screw that up. Yeah. I was psyching myself out, but, but I hey, almost got it. Still within eight seconds. All right, guys, we all know that's the end of the show. This is a great show. I think it was a fantastic show. 
Three clues, baby. I can't wait until next Wednesday when we do it again. Until then, I have been Doc G, your host. With me, as always, has been Justin Bustin with a hello. 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 Evangelista. Goodbye for now. Until next week, zip it up and zip it out.